When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. There it is! And for the first time since 2009 and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Still a great season for the Florida Gators. Amazing tournament. Congratulations to LSU. It came down to uh, that final game last night. They kind of blew them out, but... Man, that was that was just a great thing to watch. And I guess there were five Palm Beach County kids on that Gators team. Yeah, good for them. You know, this is a baseball hotbed. It is. That's true, actually. It really is. Yeah, there's a lot of talent down here. You know, everybody always talks about football, and rightfully so, but there was a lot of talent down here for baseball that that does get overlooked. But great season, you know, for the Gators. Again, the only bad part is, well, of course, you know, they didn't win the championship, but it's another Florida team Man. that made it to the end and and couldn't cross the finish line. Flamed out at the end. Gosh. Left at the altar. One game away. It's been a lot of that, going back to FAU's miracle run. But, yeah. Uh, but anyway, there you go. It was a great great tournament. Congratulations to, like, the NC2A to putting that together. That, that stadium in Omaha, that whole scene... The whole couple of weeks that this runs, it's just its just great sports if you're into it. No, you're right. They do a phenomenal job. It, it's one of the more pure things in it sports. Is. Yeah. And it's that's why I think people enjoy it so much. It's just, you know, one of those for love of the game type things. I, I would love to go there one day. I would too. You know? I was thinking that last night. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just catch a weekend of the College World Series one day. Man. It's awesome. But, you know, congrats to LSU. Seventh championship. How about that? Go they are them. a sports machine. They are. That's true. Man. All right. Uh, The South Florida Morning Show. By the way, Jen's back tomorrow. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Biggest news story of the day, obviously, is this. Yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, secret. (laughs) This is secret information. So, does it not sound like he's fooling around? Yeah. It does, right? Which lends credibility to the argument a lot of people are putting forward saying he should there's no video he should just say he's, he was joking about everything that's all you have to do so the the bo- so-called bombshell audio that goes to cnn caitlin collins by the way did you see that how she oh, got it, it was her, really it was her breaking story of course it was comes from the department <laughs> leaks from the department of justice but let's take it even a step further back this supposedly was from 2021 he's just out of office he's going through all this crap in boxes from the White House, somebody illegally recorded him. Yeah. We're overlooking all these little steps along the way. First of all, let's start there. The second thing is, what he's talking about is General Milley, during the Trump administration, he wanted to bomb Iran. I'm not shocked. We're just going to like let this go and not, not let this be part of the story? Really? Yeah. And Trump stopped him, which is what he was talking about. So, <laughs> you're right, though. It is kind of burying the lead a little bit, right? I mean, what kind of mess would that have caused? Oh my God! I, I it's just a, and this is I, I, I'm more convinced than even the last time we talked about it. You know, 15 minutes ago, Diener, that this is the timing of it is just absolutely key. This is this was a horrific week for the Bidens so far. Sure, it's was. looking incredibly bad for them. So if you're going to release this thing anyway, or it's going to come up in this documents trial in Fort Pierce in November or December. Maybe the doc, the Democrats are saying, well, let's just release it now. 
We need it now. We need a distraction. And maybe, maybe they'll let us use it in court still, and maybe we'll we'll cost them some votes. Let's let's release it now. There's so many layers to this. I think you're right about that, 100%. No, I believe that now, and the timing I, of it. Absolutely. And then you also mentioned the, the two things, I think really two big questions that people, when I say people, like, you know, the, the main big talking heads who are, you know, big in this situation that they're not mentioning so far this morning are one, how can they still use this recording in a court of law when they've already put it out to the public now? I don't know. I need a legal expert. We really do. We need to talk to somebody on it. Yeah, how mean, is that admissible now if it got leaked to a news organization? Right. How, how can you use that as evidence? And how would you find, okay, if they're assembling a jury, how could you find somebody that didn't hear about this thing? Sure. Right. So and, and the media spin of it. Now you, Yeah, exactly. Now you're already predisposed. You have a predetermined opinion to a piece of evidence that you heard before the trial. How, how can that be allowed? That's number one. And then number two, who illegally recorded him? Yeah, who was it? I know they, they've mentioned the two <laughs> names that were in the office at the time, and I can't remember. But, boy, with friends like that. Oof. It's amazing, isn't it? I Which mean, I'm just, sure that they would be able to, you know, the, the uh, Jack Smith's prosecution team would probably have them ready to go to testify that, yes, he was talking about uh, General Milley papers, and yes, it was, it was still classified, and yes... If they're willing to rat him out with a recording, you know that they're willing to do that. Show sure. up in court, I'm, I'm sure. But he could still say, "This is audio." How, and then, but see, and then that's the other thing. How can the audio be used? Not only because they put it out into the public, but if it's illegally obtained, which in the state of Florida, correct me if I'm wrong, you're not supposed to record somebody without their permission. No, you're right, and that's already been brought up, and I think that's key. So how can you also use? If, there's two ways now. How can this be used in court if you illegally obtained the evidence? And you already put it out to the public. And maybe they know that they won't be able to use it, so they just want to put it out to the public for those reasons. To distract from the Biden case and because they know this is something that is better off in the court of public opinion rather than, you know, the actual court. Here's the part of the audio that they think they really got him on. They got him on this because he's saying, oh, he, he's admitting it's, it's classified still. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably... Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified yeah. it. Now I can't. That's what they're harping on. But this is the hidden message in that, I think. This is 2021, key in this. They ju- He's just out of office. They've got thousands and thousands right. of, of documents, according to CNN, even though it wasn't that much. He's going through this stuff. There was no nefarious plan to sneak this out of the White House. He just found it. Right. And, and by the way, how many other people had unknown classified documents? Joe Biden, Mike Pence. Right. You're telling me that it's not possible. Those are two vice presidents, by the way, because those are documents from Biden were vice presidential documents. So you're telling me that a president may not have mistakenly put or you know his aides put classified documents in with his private belongings. It happened with two vice presidents. It can't happen with him. Oh, but that was different. You see all those editorials yesterday? This is why that was different. Oh, okay. You minions, oh, believe sure. what we say. <laughs> so in the, 2021, like you said, timeline is key there because then oh, it you, is. you're going through it all and you're finding it. And they were they know this. They were in negotiations with the department to go through back and forth what they could keep or what not. Right. Uh, this, this is, is listen. I, I think it's the more we talk about this, I think it's less and less. And 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 I'll say this to it. If you have someone like me, a, a, a pea brain like me, if I can come up with all these defenses and all these questions, just imagine what his legal team is to do it to, to, to pick this apart. By the way, here's I don't a, think they have much. Here's another thing about this lo- loose, you know, Presidential Records Act they came up with in 1977. 
I, I literally think, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. You can text in or, or let us know in the app. I heard a legal expert say a couple of months ago, all you got to do is say literally when you're leaving the White House, all right, I declassify all this stuff. Let's go. Start the car. I've heard that too. Don't believe it's a written statement filing you have to make. You literally, yeah. it's like the Pope overlooking the, like holy water going, right. okay, bless this. You bless this. Yeah, all right, all this stuff, it's declassified. <laughs> Let's go. Start the car, Baron. Yeah, your sins are gone. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think this is what they were hoping for to get him though. But the, I, this I, I was just, their big... Secret big recording one. for the classified documents case. This let's, was it. Let's drop it now. Joe's in trouble. Oh, yeah. We'll get Trump's reaction to this mess coming up next. But we got to get to this story. I've heard of mistakes at work before. We've all made them. I bet you none of us have destroyed decades of research by turning off a fridge like this janitor. Whoops. That more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's a lot less appetizing to make a trip like that knowing you don't qualify in the first place and you're going to have to wait on the other side of the border before you get a decision. A couple hours before the Trump audio drop, the leak to CNN, that was Ron DeSantis, his, uh, well, so far his main political rival on the Republican side, at Eagle Pass, Texas, made his border visit and kind of established his border policy. It's pretty strong. I don't think he's offered too much that Trump hasn't done, but he did take some shots at Trump himself. So Trump, of course, fired back at that. And Rob DeSantis doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I love he calls him Rob, by the way. Rob. That's, I think that's the biggest insult. That's all. Uh, but I think the most important part of what DeSantis said, though, was this. And this very well may be part of Trump's policy plan for the border for the next term as well. But it's important to force this issue. I can tell you as president, we are going to fully deputize all state and local governments to be able to enforce immigration law. You will be able to have that authority. I really do think this is something that Trump should have done in the first term. They've been begging yes. for this for years, not Border Patrol agents. Right. We know the problems that they face, the challenges they have. I mean, like cops in, I, in, in local cities, jurisdictions, the people that know the nooks and crannies of yeah. these, where the... We're not, you know, people just seeking a, a dream. I mean, like the bad illegal cartels coming across the border. They know where they are. I think it's been long overdue, but the thing about it, too, well, this is the worst illegal immigration we've ever seen. Right. Right. For this country. So, you know, when, when you have something like that, when you experience an influx like we have, the idea about, you know, deputizing local law enforcement basically be border agents becomes necessary becomes a necessary idea i'm not sure trump felt it was necessary at that time because he had it under control right maybe he could have had some forethought for sure but i guess hindsight is 2020 so i agree with you though i think it's needed now yes i absolutely <laughs> think it's needed that was that was a good statement to DeSantis, and i think trump will probably say the same thing it's a good idea i don't know We'll find out. This is what Trump is saying about the uh, the audio drop, though. Feel good story of the day. Wrong one. <laughs> what did Trump truth? Maybe it is a feel good story of the day. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say, boy, you're gonna mix these together. I'm curious to see how you do it. <laughs> I don't think it would be an, it would be a first for us on the show. We've never had a feel good story and the Trump truth. That's pretty something. Yeah. But this is what he said about it. The deranged special prosecutor Jack Smith. Working in conjunction with the DOJ and the FBI, and by the way, he's right about that. Let's not let's not look past this too far. That this was a leak from the Department of Justice. Uh, Trump goes on to say, illegally leaked and spun, in quotations, a tape and transcript of me, which is actually an exoneration, rather than what they would have you believe. Continuing witch hunt, blah blah blah, another election interference. They are cheaters and thugs. Interesting that the very first comment from Trump about this thing, and he'll have a lot more to say about it today. 
is they think it exonerates him. And I think he's got a strong theory. I do. I, my, in, in fact, last night, my first gut reaction was, I think it makes him look good. Yeah, because there's a lot that when you listen to this recording, which, by the way, if you haven't heard the whole thing, we're going to have it up on the morning show blog. Um, so you can check it out for yourself and you know see what you think about it. But when you, to me, and I, you were saying the same thing, but when you hear it, it kind of sounds like he's talking in just a lot. Right, it sounds like he's joking around about, oh, this is really secretive. You know, I can't talk about this. So there is a, there's a lot there where the Trump team can point and say, look, this is all circumstantial. And then there's there's stuff there where his opponents can say, oh, well, right. this this is guilty. But that just goes to show you, it's a he said, you know, he said he said type of case. Even which with this, you don't win. And this, and you're right on the blog, you got to hear the the complete text of the audio to get the full tone. Right. But this is the part they're keying in on. From CNN, they think they really got him on oh. this one. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have detlessed. Yeah. Uh, now I can't. See, what it sounds like to me, this just my estimation here, it sounds like he's going through what they had. Right. Right, what his aides took from the White House. Because, again, this is early 2021. It's 2021, which is key in the timing of it. Right. So, you know, maybe a couple months or a few months after he's out of office and they're going through, oh, okay, we got this. Oh, oh, okay, maybe we can't talk about this one. They're realizing what they have. And and key to 2021 and the timing of it too, Diener, is the fact that they were in negotiations with the records department to go through what they could have. That was ongoing. It takes, it's a year. Obama took six years to figure this out. Think about, yeah, that's a great point. And think about, like, if you're sorting mail, okay? Think about if you live in an apartment building and you have, you know, conjoined mailboxes, right? Maybe somewhere in, in a city. You open up your mailbox and there's mail in there for two different neighbors of yours. And you're sorting through your mail and you come across mail for two of your neighbors. And you're like, oh, this doesn't belong to me. I'm not going to open it because that's a federal offense. It's not my mail. Well, you came across it. Just the same way that Trump may have come across, oh, these are classified. We got to, you know, we, we, we can't have these. We can't talk about them. So it's kind of the same thing. It's unintentional. It's not like you stole your right. neighbor's mail. You know what? I just This just struck me when you were saying that, too. You know, no one has come up with, like, some sort of a document, some sort of a process or an application to declassify everything. Right. They would have by now. And they would have said, no, that's not included in what Trump declassified. I literally, someone could correct me all you want. I don't know. We need a, a constitutional expert on this, but I literally think at this point, I think to declassify something, you say, it's declassified, put it in the box, let's go. That's what I've heard. Baron, I, I, start the car. Let's go. Start it up, buddy. I don't think, I think that's how loosey goosey the process is in the Presidential Records Act. You literally say, this is all declassified, let's go. It's that's, in the boxes. That's what I've heard. I mean, I've heard people say that. I've heard Trump say that. I mean, I, I don't know. The fact that we're asking, it's not clear cut. Right. Doesn't right. that help him too? And they don't talk about what's clear cut and what's not. They want it to be, you know, of course they a, a, ambiguous. They they want you. They want you to be confused about it. Of course they do. I don't know. He's going to say a lot about this. By the way, ironically, DeSantis and Trump have dueling New Hampshire rallies today. Oh, it's going down in New Hampshire. I cannot wait to hear what Trump says about this live. Wow. We, we had the the Truth Social, but I mean, man, this is going to be great. <laughs> All right, I don't know. If I've ever heard of a worse mistake on the job. This is really bad. I mean, everybody has screwed up something, but this guy. There's a lab in upstate New York attached to the school. It's called Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, RPI. You know, maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you know some friends that went there. It's a great school. They're suing a cleaning company 
Because three years ago, how long has it been going on? Three years ago, a janitor who was working there ruined decades worth of research. They had a super cold freezer holding all cell culture, samples, research elements, and it made a security beeping sound. Right. The janitor, oh, he's mopping one day, turns around and he goes, I'm going to turn that off. It's oh. annoying. Oh, no. <laughs> God. Uh, that caused the temperature to slowly rise from minus 112 to minus 25.6. Wiped out 25 years of research. Oh, now, granted, Devastating. He, we all know he shouldn't have done this, but shouldn't they have a tighter system where it's just not ruined by a switch? You know, I mean, come that. on. Maybe a fail safe or a sign that says, please do not unplug. <laughs> do not, you know, put a post-it note on it. Yeah. In the lawsuit, the lab says it caused more than a million dollars worth of damages. Ooh. Cleaning company hasn't responded. It's probably a small cleaning company. I mean, right. How are they going to afford this? Right. They probably you know, contracted out to local businesses or universities. Oof. The cleaning guy's not liable. He was. It's the company. He's like, good. He's like, it's annoying me. <laughs> what I do? I don't know. I couldn't sweep. <laughs> it was in my way. It was annoying. It was in my way. Oh, that is brutal, though. All right, we've got a lot to cover. And uh, rapid fire coming up next. Jen's coming back tomorrow. We will uh, muddle through with some stories you should probably know about. Maybe some you don't even want to know about. I don't know. It's a yep. mixed bag. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Just about that time, let you know what's going on in the world so you can talk about it. Jen's out today. She's back tomorrow. There's Diener. I'm Bill. I'm going to start with some sports, Diener, because it oh, yeah. sure is a swampy kind of day. It was a great season for the Florida Gators, but they ultimately lost to the LSU Tigers last night. There it is. And for the first time since 2009 and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Great season, though, for Florida, for both of those teams, and a great tournament. I think uh, the organizers in Omaha, Nebraska, where they have that thing, they deserve some some, some congrats. It was a good tournament, good TV. No, they did a great job. And like you say, it was you know very competitive, high drama. A lot of drama. Yeah, good stuff throughout You know, just the, the, the regionals and the super regionals. So congrats to LSU. It was sad that you know Florida couldn't bring it home again. Florida team loses at the end. <laughs> right at the altar. Gosh, that's it. Right, that's, at, right at the one-foot mark. The fifth team this year. FAU, Miami Hurricanes, and college basketball. Florida Panthers, Miami Heat, and now the Florida Gators. Wow. Now, wow. you know what? Shout out, though, to Nova South Southeastern. They won <laughs> their basketball <laughs> championship. They're, they're national champions in basketball in whatever division two or three they're in. Nova is your Florida hope. Yeah. They're the real champions. <laughs> they got it done back in March, <laughs> April. Wow. Oh, well. <laughs> but no, it was. It was a great season. So this is not good um, in the air. If you're trying to fly anywhere like in you know, the Northeast, mm. it's not going to go well. A lot of airports are affected by some bad weather they've been having in the uh, tri-state area up in the northeast. And now now it's having a trickle-down effect to even places in like uh, Orlando Airport. I mean, you got some major airports who had big delays. So is it weather-based? And- yeah, mostly weather-based. Now, they had a, a, a um, some type of electronic issue Sunday at Ronald Reagan where... Like a bunch of flights got canceled. Mm-hmm. Sunday was terrible there. So now you add this on top of it. You have uh, Newark Liberty International as of last night at 11 p.m. So, you know, pretty recent here to this morning. According to FlightAware, they had 900 combined cancellations and delays at Newark. LaGuardia had about 800 and JFK had close to 750. 
And they're saying, I mean, people have just been stranded there. Atlanta airport is, is affected because of this. There was one guy that's been at the airport for two days waiting for his flight. Oh, my God. That's like that Tom Hanks movie. Oh, it's insane. He's just wandering around the airport. He yeah. might as well move in. They're in terminal. You have one oh. woman traveling to Australia, which is a long enough flight alone. Now she's stuck for four days. She's hoping she can get a flight out by, by Thursday. It's terrible, man. There's people who are literally stranded at the airports right now. They, they can't get a flight because of bad weather and... Everything, uh, unexpected bad weather, and everything is just backed up. That's the worst feeling, too. Oh, You don't fly a lot, but no. have you ever been Thankfully. delayed for hours on end at an airport? The longest I ever went was 10 hours. Oh, no. That's got to be an and absolute just, nightmare. The worst part is you can't blame anybody, but people start to, like, for whatever carry-ons they have, they start stacking it up and making, like, little tent cities. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole gate area is filled up. I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> stri- and no one moves from a terminal bar. Oh, wait, well, that's the thing, because then they, you, don't, you don't want to miss when no. the flight is going to come. No, so, you, so you're standing there. You know your flight's delayed for hours. You're like, well, I don't want to lose this seat. Right. Man. <laughs> you get paranoid. Well, what if it comes and I'm not here? Exactly. So rough uh, rough going at the airport. Just check that out if you're flying anywhere in the northeast or well, in, uh, in the eastern part of the country at this point. Let's hope that clears up, though, before the 4th of July actual weekend, because they're expecting AAA is saying most by car, but it's going to be a record number of travelers in the air, too, this this weekend. So It's coming quick. Let's get it first. Yeah. So there's no big delays for the travel weekend. Well, we've talked about and played the Trump audio, the bombshell audio <laughs> CNN got a hold of. We just talked about that ad, ad nauseum. One of the working theories that we have anyway is it's a distraction story because this was very quietly already a horrific week for Joe Biden. Like really, really bad. The phone records thing may be the thing that actually does him. And now you've got this. You lost the press. You've got, you lost every member of the media now who are, who are just hammering with questions. At the White House yesterday, somebody shouted, Did you lie about your son's business dealings? Oh. And he goes, No, and shuffles away. There he goes. Now how about this? House Republicans may open an impeachment inquiry into Attorney General Merrick Garland. Good. Over political bias, weaponization of the Justice Department related to investigation of the Bidens. Because Garland has said, Well, I didn't want to... I didn't want to seem impartial, even though he was. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get involved with this case at all. It's the attorney general. That's what you're literally your job. I mean, it, it's just unreal, man. The, all I can say is that it is completely justified mm-hmm. when it comes to a possible impeachment of, of Merrick Garland. Here's they where, should. Here's where it bases, where this is coming from. Uh, attorney David Weiss's investigation into tax and gun cases involving President Biden's son, Hunter. We all know about that. They're claiming that the DOJ slow-walked the case. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says if that's the case, there will be a significant part of a larger impeachment inquiry. It's looking really bad for old Joe. Like, really bad. Sure is, and that's, uh... That makes sense to me as to why all of a sudden, at the end of June, are you going to release that Trump recording? Exactly. I I mean... Every time we talk about this, every time we talk about the Trump recording, I'm more and more convinced this is the timing issue. Exactly it, why. It has to be. Otherwise, why would you jeopardize this not being admissible Right. in the Fort Pierce trial for the documents case in November or December? Why would you right. risk that other than we got to we gotta win the press back? we got to win the headlines back. Exactly. And if you are going to drop that recording before the trial, why would you do it possibly five or six months? I know it's slated for August right now, but it's probably going to get delayed until December. So just working under that assumption, if you're going yeah. to drop this six months, five months before the trial, right. then people are just going to forget about it. You, you, If you're going to drop this before the trial, you would do it you know, in November at some point. Unbelievable. Total distraction. So, Florida man 
Well, right there. There's it's count two red flags right there. <laughs> That's how the I story begins. Actually, a fisherman. Listen to this. This is scary. I'm glad Jen isn't here to hear this one. I don't know if I'm going to bring it up again tomorrow you when should. she comes back. Just, Here's she, all the stories that will horrify you, Jen. Welcome back. I was going to say, this is why I don't go fishing. <laughs> this guy was fishing in uh, Everglades National Park by uh, Florida Bay. Sure. And while he's in there, you know, he's probably he's got his hand in the water, grabbing out the line, grabbing out some bait. Puts his hand in the water, and a shark, I think it was a bull shark actually, comes out of the water in the Everglades. People forget they actually, they're actually in there too. And chomps down his hand, pulls him into the water. Oh, God. Off the boat. All right, I changed my mind. Do not tell Jen this no, story. No, no, no. This is not good. This is a, a Jaws type of situation. Thankfully, he's okay. His his buddies on the, uh, on the boat with him were able to pull him out of the water back into the the boat before the shark could do any more damage on this guy. Now, he is recovering. They're not saying, you know, how serious the injuries are right now, but he's okay. He's not dead. Um, and it seems like he's, he's going to be all right. But, you know, the, all the Everglades National Park people can do is come out and say, you have to take caution when you're in the park. What a good this that does stuff. now. That's all that's Find all the saying. shark. <laughs> Find the freshwater shark. Get this thing out of there. <laughs> can you imagine that? No, I cannot. This, I mean, really. You're just, you're just fishing with your buddies. You put your hand in the water, and a shark comes out and pulls you in. Don't like it. Oh my gosh! The poor guy. That actually is horrifying. I make fun of Jim, but that is that is terrifying. No, that's the not, yeah. Yeah. That's see, that's something that actually really would scare us. Yes. So thankfully he's gonna be okay, but that is a wild story. Well, here's a frustrating story. So you try to do some good, and a lot of NFL players do. They have charitable events. It's awesome. Uh, Buffalo Bills safety Jordan Poyer. Did you hear about this one? No. Had to cancel his charity event. I'll tell you which golf course, but at a golf course that was help that was to help me- mental illness, an annual charity event. Why did he have to cancel? Why is that? Because of Trump. Oh, is that right? It was going to be held Jeez. at the Blue Monster at Trump National and Doral. Due to the event's location, the main sponsor pulled out. Come on, man. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the location of the event led to a few sponsors and golfers withdrawing at the last minute due to external pressures. It was set to take place next month. It was to benefit the ECMC Foundation. He described it as a sponsor for his event. Based in L.A., it aims uh, to improve higher education for career success. Underserved populations. They have a mental illness aspect of it, too, but mostly Unreal. underserved populations. Um, so you mean to tell me this organization... And whoever else pulled out was more interested in their politics than helping out their own organization and supposedly the people they serve. And they're, they were that upset about it that they caused this event, this charitable event, to be canceled simply because it was at Trump's golf course. That's what, yeah, exactly it. I That's mean, the level yeah. of insanity that we've reached now. It's actually despicable when, when you think about it. You can't put your own bias behind you, your own Trump derangement syndrome, just because his name is on it. That's disgusting. You, you're going to... Knockout helping people in need? Disgusting. Shameful. They, how much do you really care about the people you supposedly help them? Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. All because, oh, well, that name, oh, we're going to get canceled. Give me a break. Believable. All right, we've got uh, more on the Trump audio. What do you make of it? We'll play it for you. That uh, CNN has gotten a hold of in a bombshell story, they say. Oh, yeah. I really think so. And bombshell. there's a pizza revolt happening in New York City. Good. It's time. They went after, they're going after brick oven pizzas, you know, because of green energy and carbon emissions. <laughs> For brick oven pizzas. Pizza owners now are rebelling. We'll tell you how coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Yeah. I know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll try to figure out a. a yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. Uh, now I can't. Everybody's jumping to conclusions, and we are too. I mean, it's kind of like what we do, but I cannot get past the fact that, first of all, it was leaked from the Department of Justice to CNN, and the papers he's supposedly talking about. Millie wanted to bomb Iran. Yeah, well, there's that part too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, is that really going to fall by the wayside in this story? It That's sure insane. Is. Yeah, it is. I'd like to see Iran fall by the wayside itself, but I don't think that was that. Even Trump goes, "Whoa, slow down, you lunatic." <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not, you know, against, you know, that uh, the the idea of something like that, but you you can't actually do it. You know what I mean? Um, Just unprovoked. This is supposedly in that part of the audio, and Diener put the entire thing up. And I think it does matter. You're going to hear the whole thing in context because he's joking around with a lot of it and shuffling around papers. And there's a lot of out for him in this, I think, where he he literally could say because it's an audio tape, I, I was joking around. I, I was joking around about, all, about all do. of that stuff. Or even if he doesn't have to go that far, why can't he just say, this is 2021. I just got this paper. I didn't sneak exactly. it out of the White House like previous presidents and vice presidents obviously have. Mm -hmm. And we were in discussion at the time uh, with the Records Commission to figure out what was classified and what wasn't. Exactly. And, and I'm not kidding you, Diener. I'm, I have not seen anything yet or heard from anybody that's told me there's an official filing process to declassify anything. Like, literally, I think it's verbal. I, I Otherwise, they would have come up with a paper or right? lack of document to say, see, there's no record here where he declassified anything. They would have done it already. No, I, I think you're right on that. I mean... I don't see what they're going after. What's the bombshell? That's that's what they try to do, right? There's always a bombshell. You know, the, the, the women of the, of the View will talk about this like it's the second coming here this morning. And you, you won't hear about Hunter Biden. You won't hear about Joe Biden. Oh, that's the thing, too. Exactly. They're oh, so <laughs> I'm 100% convinced now. 98% convinced before. Now 100% this is a distraction story. Yes, absolutely. There's it's no a bad other reason. week for the Bidens. Yeah, there's there's no other reason why this would come out now at the end of June, you know, possibly five months or six months yeah. before the actual trial begins for this classified documents thing. So the, it's, it's a distraction story, and they're just putting it out there so people could hear it and, you know, it's a court of public opinion. That's that's I think that's one of their goals here because I think they also know 
that this is kind of like a he said, he said type of case. When you listen to this. So why not release it now, leak it to CNN, so they can, well, okay, maybe if it doesn't go anywhere, we can can cost them some votes. That's it. And now it's in the news. Everybody hears secret Trump recording, and now it's all they're going to pay attention to. Sounds ridiculous. Uh, It just does. I'm sorry. It just sounds silly at the time. I don't know. He says in the Truth Social, we read for you before, six hours, seven hours ago, he used the word exonerates. He thinks this actually exonerates him. This makes him more confident. Oh, and it's amazing, man. You had people out there this morning, this proves he's guilty, this proves he intentionally took classified documents because he's acknowledging the classified documents. I don't see how it does. I really don't. They're, they're, they're trying to put that, you know, they are trying to plant that seed. All it does to me is that it proves that this was 2021, that he had classified documents mixed in with declassified or personal items just like Joe Biden, just like Mike Pence. And, and they was going, going through it. Going through it to figure out what they had. I don't know. See, <laughs> I don't even know if it's still admissible then in their documents trial, which will happen at Fort Pierce later on in the year. I have no idea. We'll find out, though. I, you know what? I can't, here's something to watch out for. Ironically, Trump and DeSantis have dueling New Hampshire events today. I cannot yeah. wait after this leak to CNN, I cannot wait to hear what Trump says about it. You, I mean, you know what he's going to say when I hear how he sure. says it. Oh, my gosh, yes. You get in front of a microphone. And I wonder if DeSantis is going to bring it up. He hasn't brought any of this stuff up yet. Uh, it's his state. He should. Yeah. At some point, you know, he's going to have to stop being a candidate and become the governor of the state where one of your residents was illegally recorded. Can he talk about that? He probably should. All right. In different news, if nothing else, we're a nation of rebels. The nation was started by a rebellion. We fight against tyranny and stupid things. That's right. And this is both of them. Had the story for you yesterday, late in the show, that the city of New York is going after now. They lost out on the uh, gas ovens deal. Now they're going after brick ovens. (laughs) Brick pizza ovens. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Coal-fired ovens. You know why? You know why? Climate. Gas carbon emissions. This goes up there to me, but with, with wearing a mask in your car when you're alone. This so, is this is how dumb this is. New York restaurateurs and especially pizza people are taking rebellion to this, and this guy took it a little further. He calls himself a freedom fighter and a patriot. I think he's a restaurateur, but I'm not totally sure. I'll look into it. Scott Lobato. He showed up outside of New York City Hall yesterday, read a long statement. He had a big thing. He was right at the fence. He said the cops were great, by the way. They just let him do his thing. Then he put on the ground, looked like three, but I think it's four large pizza boxes. Yep. Opened them up, and he threw them over the fence saying this. Give us pizza or give us death. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. This guy is awesome. He says he got a citation. That was about it. Uh, that's fine. And you know, the, the, like the giant slices. <laughs> like it was four times bigger than his it hands, worked. so he got a lot of like got a lot of air time with yeah. it. It nice. just fell on the grounds. Had some nice flop to them, too. This oh, is, good pizza. This is preposterous. Yes. This is just loony. They know they're how trying stupid to do now. They, yeah, they, they know it. I don't think it's going to go anywhere because of not. how much blowback they're getting. It's incredibly asinine. It's ridiculous. I see, but we need more guys like Scott. And there will be. Yes. This might be. I, we said it yesterday. I think this is the turning point. This is the turning point where any, anybody that was even sympathetic to them are going to turn against the lefty climate lunatics. This is just enough. Enough of this. Enough, you're right. Way enough. All right, we've got uh, more headlines coming up next. More reaction from Trump to the audio tape. We'll play the tape for you. DeSantis, where was he yesterday? And we'll get to this, too. Here's your feel-good story of the day.
What does a thousand Dolly Partons dressed up like her singing nine to five sound like? I'm all in on this. It's miraculous. <laughs> and it happened in Ireland. Beautiful. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Since 2009, and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. There's plenty of swampy politics stuff to talk about here in a minute, but let's talk about a great tournament, great season for the Florida Gators, but outdone by LSU last night, championship game, college World Series. It was just great, and there's a bunch, I think five, at least a handful of Palm Beach County kids on that Gators team. Yeah, that was nice to see, too. Oh, it was just great. And yeah, for, for LSU fans, it was nice because they kind of got revenge for the Game 2 blowout where the Gators scored 24 runs. Yeah. Last night, LSU scores 18 runs. Boy, you know who was right? You. Remember when you have that feeling when there's a blowout? It's like, save some runs. Yeah. And LSU LSU saved all, the, all their runs for Game <laughs> 3. So they had, what, 18-4, to four, I think, was the final last night. They beat Florida. But yeah. like I said, great season. You know, awesome job. Make it right there to the end. It stinks. Another Florida team couldn't pull it off right at the end, but, well, they were close. <laughs> Still with a great you, though. I want to go to one of those, maybe yes. next year, the College World Series in Omaha. Stadium looks incredible. Just the whole event. Just pure, pure baseball. That's right. That's what it is. Pure, right, exactly. Pure baseball, just pure love of the sport. Right. You know, down to its down to its core. So, it's I, I, that's why I think it translates so well over TV. I think so. Yeah, you know? I think you're right. You can just you can just feel they're just, you know they they're not playing for the big contracts they're playing for the love of the game it's it's the biggest moment of their collegiate lives and probably of their sports lives a lot of those guys will probably you know never get anything higher than that oh that was it when it comes to their baseball careers so good have, for them but they'll have a ring they will uh, biggest news story of the day obviously is the audio drop the exclusive from CNN by the way Caitlin Collins from CNN got it oh she was the one who did the uh, little town hall there with Trump right her yeah. with the resting blank face yeah <laughs> no friend of uh, the former president no here's the first piece of the audio they dropped you can hear the whole thing in uh, the whole audio file on the morning show blog but here's here's the two bits that they're focusing on yeah I just uh, isn't that amazing this totally wins my case you know Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. He was talking about confidential information, allegedly, from General Milley. That Trump turned down his plan. Milley's plan. It was from him the whole time. He wanted to bomb <laughs> Iran. I'm not letting that go. Come on, man. In the in the finite minutia that that's uh, finite minutia that's happening with the legality of this stuff. Uh, no, let's not let that drop by the wayside. Millie wanted to bomb Iran. For what? I mean, look, I get it. It's Iran. But what was what was the reasoning behind that thought? I mean, you talk about escalation, like unnecessary escalation. Trump's like, no, you lunatic. <laughs> get out of here. I mean, again, you're, about, you know, you're dealing with a uh, military-industrial complex type of guy there, so I can't seem surprised. The recording, without Trump's knowledge, 2021, which right there raises another eyebrow. Let's not forget about that. But here's the real one. Here's what everybody on CNN this morning and on the lefties are saying. Oh, this got him now. The walls are closing in on Trump. He admitted that it's not declassified. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to declassify. figure out a, a yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. No, I can't. Okay, so... Let me let me throw this out real quick. Mm-hmm. Sorry to, to jump in. Mm-hmm. 
This because as I was playing, I was reading this headline from the AP. Okay, uh-huh. so remember what you just heard there, and here's the headline from the AP. You tell me if this is misleading or or if it's fair. An audio recording reveals new details from a 2021 meeting. They did mention 2021 at least, at which Donald Trump discusses holding secret documents he did not declassify. It's a critical piece of evidence in special counsel Jack Smith's indictment of Trump. Somebody tell me, honestly, and they would have come up with it by now if they believed in this. Where, where, what's the certification process you go through to sign, to classify, to whatever, to declassify stuff? No one's, no one said anything about <clears throat> it. They would have come up with it or come up with a lack of paperwork for Trump for these specific documents. Right. Like, literally, no one has corrected me on this yet. I think it's a literal verbal agreement. It might right. be. I'm leaving. We're taking these. Get in the truck. Baron, start the car. <laughs> it could be, and that's declassified, and that's what the, that's what their argument's going to be. It's that's so loosey goosey with this Presidential Records Act. So that that it's that, not defined. It's not definable. Right. No, that's 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 the thing, right? I mean, don't forget again. This is an area, or I should say, a time frame in 2021, where he's going through his stuff. He's going through those boxes to see, okay, what did we take from the White House? Now, there's some stuff I'm sure that he requested that they take, right? I mean, you know, personal personal items, things like that. But when you're going through your stuff like Mike Pence, like Joe Biden in multiple locations, you end up finding out, oh, these are classified. I never, I never declassified these. Oh, well, I can't talk about these. And then he jokes around about it. Why is that some type of huge thing that should give him 100 years in prison? I, I don't Am think, I missing something? I don't think it's the bombshell they wanted it to be. I really don't. Otherwise, we wouldn't have heard this right now. It would have waited until November or December right. for the, the trial, the documents trial in Fort Pierce. And by the way, uh, the key to the timing of 2021, they were in the, the Records Commission even admitted this. They were in negotiation at the time to figure out what's what. What's the problem? I don't know. I mean, but this again, this is always this is part of the deal, right? It's part of the get Trump deal, which is why the normal populace, the everyday person gravitates towards the guy because he, you know, the common man identifies with him. They, they see that it's just this guy that they're trying to get in unjustified ways. I think it's unjustified listening to that recording. I don't hear a lot there that would say this guy is a, you know, a criminal that was stealing classified documents, like some people are trying to portray it as. The truth social statement he made last night, it's about 7 hours ago was one thing where he thinks it even exonerated him. Let's get his tone of what he says in New Hampshire today about mm. this. I can't you know what he's going to say, how he says it. If he comes out even more confident than before, something's up and they know and they know that, that there's nothing here. I mean, I really believe that. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what Trump looks and sounds like today in New Hampshire. Defiant. That's the word I'm going to use. Defiant, but also probably a little bit more like, that's it? Right. I don't know. (laughs) All right, let's get out of the swamp for a quick second. I had high expectations for this when I saw the headline. It surpassed even what we expected. One thousand Dolly Parton impersonators. (laughs) Yes. A night of a thousand Dollies, and it gets better, set a world record in Ireland. Yes. They looked great. They sounded great. And what were they singing? <sighs> Only one choice. Nine to five. Of course. <laughs> I think the world needs more of this. I think we should have millions of dollies just walking around the world. They all had the wigs. They had the, the white dress from nine to five. It was fantastic. Oh, that's good stuff. They were trying to set a record. Guinness hasn't confirmed it yet. But... They're setting a new record because no one has ever been loony enough to do this. They needed at least $250 to do it. They got four times as many. It was a little over 1000 
The real Dolly has heard about it. This is how we know, Diener. The president of the company that runs Dollywood was there. Oh, yes, good. So good. you know the word guard immediately back to her like, you got it. He's on his phone. Dolly, you got to check this out. You know I'm going to FaceTime you. I think <laughs> I think Dolly's on the, the 850 app right now checking this out on the morning show blog. <laughs> That's what I think because you can find it there. The video's up. Uh, he said she'd show, he'd show her some pictures, try to convince her to visit a town in the near future. Pretty big fan base there, obviously, in Ireland, but this is fantastic. And I think when they break the record, because the Guinness will certify it, it's, you know, how could you not? No one's ever done this before. She has to present them with the with the, the certificate or the plaque. Oh, please, yeah, you got to get them. You have to get the real dolly in front of the thousand dollies. <laughs> I think she would do it, too. Oh, I think she would. Anyway. I love that. we got more stuff coming up next. we got a feel-good story of a, uh, of a Orlando cop, a firefighter, actually, that adopted a little baby that was left on his doorstep. Unbelievable. Feel-good story, too. Uh, wow. And keeping it local, too, within Florida to talk about next. Hmm. And Ron DeSantis was at the border. What is he talking about? Hey, there he is. He's going to be in New Hampshire today at the same time as Trump. Watch out. Do you think they're going to have lunch together? Maybe get some ice cream? I'm just going to hope so. <laughs> there they are at the ice cream stand. Hello, Ron. Trump says, Ron gets one scoop. I get two. <laughs> Here comes another Kofefi. <laughs> and more coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have detlessed. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I didn't expect so much chatter this morning uh, to revolve around some pretty credible people saying, I mean, does this throw the entire case out? Mm. This getting leaked by the Department of Justice now? And then, of course, on the other side, they're saying, oh, it's devastating. The walls are closing in now and Trump, it's over. That's the main thing. That's why I don't think it would be thrown out because the other side is all up in arms about this, saying this proves everything. This proves that he was knowingly holding classified documents and he was concealing it and he was talking about it, waving it around, showing everybody. That's, that's their take on it telling you, wait for Trump's New Hampshire speech today to see his tone. We know what he's going to say. He already said it in the Truth Social last night. Proves I'm exonerated. But check out his tone. Check out his confidence level and see where. See if he drops any little nuggets about this thing a little bit later on. Oh, yeah. I'm very curious to see. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. See, my, my just a common sense thing for me, even if I wasn't, you know, on the show or, you know, in favor of Trump over Joe Biden. I would still say looking at this recording or listening to this recording and then thinking to myself, well, common sense tells me if this was recorded back in 2021 and shortly after he leaves office, he's probably going through his stuff and coming across classified documents that got mixed in to his personal belongings. And then realizing, hey, yeah, yeah, this, that, all this is secret, I can't talk about it. There's so many details of this, and it gets into legalese, obviously, and actually constitution law with the Presidential Records Act. But what's your gut reaction when you hear this? He's joking around about it. My first thing was, guilty or not, what was the smart thing to say in a court of law? I was kidding. Sure. I was kidding. What if it just comes down to that? Nobody in the room saw anything, and I was kidding. Those are newspapers. You don't know anything. See you later. Well... What's the bombshell? <laughs> if I'm if I'm one of the Trump derangement syndrome victims, I'm looking at this going, "Ooh, I was hoping it was more than that. I hope they have more than that." I mean, honestly, I I don't know. It's just me. I'm I'm with you on that. Timing, 
Oh, it has everything to do with the timing. Sure Let's does. not forget about this. It is it is only Tuesday. It has been a horrific week for Joe Biden already. Uh, Kevin McCarthy yesterday urged urged Congress to open up impeachment proceedings for Biden and for Merrick Garland, urging this to happen yesterday. And Jim Jordan said this, by the way, as far as the investigation goes, they they want to subpoena phone records. They're not going to let this go about a burner phone that Hunter gave Joe. Well, they were making all these business deals Hello. using Joe's position as vice president at the time. That's what Jim Jordan said yesterday. I mean, so stop and think about this for a second. So Joe Biden said he wasn't involved in his son's business dealings. That sure looks like it wasn't accurate. And Merrick Garland said he took a hands-off approach to the investigation. That sure looks like it wasn't accurate as well. Joe Biden at the White House yesterday, and here's how you really know. He completely lost the White House press corps. They're all asking him about it now. You can hardly hear this, but what Joe says is no. One reporter asked him, Mr. President, did you did you lie when you said he had nothing to do with Hunter's business dealings? No. In there you heard, no. <laughs> and then scurried music. away. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah, they're drowning it out. It's getting yeah. louder. <laughs> <laughs> they're asking the president a question. Quick, play the trumpets. Drown him out. Drown him out. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I, I, distraction for sure. That's what I say. We need a distraction from the swamp. Yes, it's been please. A, it's been a very swampy kind of day. How about one of these? Feel good story of the day. I need it. It's actually kind of amazing. It's a firefighter in Florida, Ocala actually, who just adopted a baby that was left outside of his station back in January. Wow. Do you really wonder how often this happens? I know you hear about these, like you, know, you see it in movies or something, or you read it in books, but it, it does happen because they have that. Safe haven baby box. I mean, right. I'm pretty sure statewide, I think they all have them, which a lot of fire departments have now. He's the one that found her. Her name is Zoe. She's five months old now. He and his wife have been trying to have kids over a decade. They're thrilled, obviously. Wow. And uh, he says he locked eyes with his little with his little baby, and uh, that was about it. And can you imagine for this happening when you you were you were trying. You're trying your absolute best to have a baby, and this little gift comes in your life. How about that? I mean, that's where it works out. That, that's, I think that's an awesome thing. Oh, absolutely. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. And he says, uh, he, he says there wasn't even a question at the time that uh, they were going to adopt this little baby. It's an awesome story. I love that. That's amazing. Thank you, Bill. That did make me feel good. Makes you feel better about documents, trials, and swamp <laughs> news, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Good for them. Now back to depression. You didn't win Powerball. Ah! This is Powerball. But that's okay. Tomorrow night, it goes up to $462 million bucks. Hello. That's a big rollover. Off to Winn-Dixie I go with my debit card. Now you got to be in. <laughs> Here I go. It's over $450. You got to be in yeah. at that point. So that's for tomorrow night. But tonight, don't forget about it. Across America with Mega Jackpots. Hey. Mega Millions. Hey. There he is. See, now I'm, I'm rooting for that to roll over tonight at $343 million bucks for Mega Millions because we need that guy. Oh, yeah, and then we can play him for Jen tomorrow when she comes back. For the exact amount. Yes. It's getting bigger, America. <laughs> and welcome back, Jen. That's right. Mega millions. <laughs> oh, right. yes. We'll catch up on what's going on in the news. Rapid Fire's coming up next. Uh, just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What's going on in the world? Oh, a lot happening, actually. Uh, Jen coming back tomorrow. Dina and I holding down the fort in the meantime. And this is something to watch out for. Obviously, all morning long, we've been talking about the so-called bombshell audio drop on CNN. Oh, Leaked from yeah. the Department of Justice. Well, it proves he knew it was a classified <laughs> document. Not so fast. And here's what you really want to watch out for. The former president and actually Ron DeSantis, they have dueling events in New Hampshire today. 
The New Hampshire Federation of Republican Women is hosting Trump at its annual Lilac Luncheon in Concord, whatever that is. That sounds fun. I like lilacs and I like women, so... (laughs) Win-win. But... We know he's already put out the truth socially. He even went so far as to say that he thinks that audio tape exonerates him. Listen to, well, you know what he's going to say today at this. Starts at 10 a.m. Listen and watch for his tone. Yeah. You know, we, we know enough on Trump now. We've seen him enough in public in, you know, candidate Trump mode to know when he's really confident about something. And that's that's my speculation going into this. I think it's really something to watch out for. He is going to unleash on this thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I think he's going to be, just speaking off of past experiences, mm-hmm. he's going to be defiant. He's going to be confident. That's what to, that's what you should look out for. Yeah. The confidence factor. Is it 1 through 10? It's probably going to be like a 9.8. I could see that. I, it's, it's just funny, isn't it? I mean, how you could have different reactions and different takes and different oh, opinions yeah. off of the same 50-second recording on either side of this, the uh, spectrum. And I think he knew that that he he knew what was on the recording ahead of time. I think it probably took him by surprise too that it leaked already from the right. Department of Justice. Let's let's talk about that for a second. How does that leak? I gotta say, I think it's desperation on their end and timing, like we talked about. Yeah, uh, DeSantis, yeah. for his part, by the way, he's also going to be uh, running for the GOP presidential nomination. New Hampshire is important to him. Town Hall and nearby Hollis, just about the same time as Trump. Will he talk about the document? Uh, Audio leak? Probably not. He's pretty much stayed away from it. I know. I mean, he he condemns uh, the indictments and all that. Um, so uh, when, when that happened, who's going to have the common sense in the White House press corps or, or the uh, mainstream media to ask DeSantis? You know, it's still your state. You're still governor, and you have one of your residents who was illegally recorded. You going to talk about that, Ron? I'm curious to see if anybody brings that up. Somebody should. I mean, do you think? It's going to be like when you're out and you run into your ex with with Trump and DeSantis. Oh, I, I, They're both in the same area. Again, I'm going to I'm gonna fantasize like it was in Iowa. Tr- you know, DeSantis' limo, he's just getting in, and Trump's limo pulls up right beside him. He rolls down the window, throws an ice cream cone at him. <laughs> Take that, Judas. Here you go. And then, and then it peels out. There he goes. <laughs> Trump throws the ice cream. Here you go, meatball. <laughs> hey, Ron, you going to eat that with your fingers, too? Oh my God! Yes, that's all. Um, I, I actually, this is a major digress. I'm going aliens here, Bill. That's no digression. This <laughs> is like right. This is right down your alley. This, <laughs> this is an alley oop. Now, this is either a dis- so. This is weird. This is either a distraction story, yeah, or it's a story that people should be talking about, but they're distracted by the other stories that are actually distraction stories. You so now, wait a minute. So now. The indictments are distraction from alien stories. It could in be. You, in your world. What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. So there's actually this, this This came out a few days ago. <laughs> Senator Gillibrand has been working with Marco Rubio a lot. Yeah. Both sides of the aisle to uh, basically, you know, get protection for whistleblowers who work at these, you know, uh, high powered companies like Lockheed Martin or Raytheon, stuff like that. Sure. People who work in secret government sectors to come out and talk about you know, what do you know? Is there secret technology being used? Because they normally would get no protection. Exactly. You know, in the private corporate world, right? Exactly. Sure. Um, or even military guys, right? You know, what do you know? What, what have you come across? What do you want to talk about? Sightings, things like that. So now, a couple days ago, it came out, and this was buried. So that's why I'm thinking maybe this isn't a, dis- a distraction story because no one talked about it. They said these companies 
private sector or whatever, have six months to disclose any type of secret technology that they're using that may have been developed from non-human intelligence. Hmm. And if they don't disclose it, then there's going to be some type of legal, you know, recourse from the Senate intelligence community. It is pretty interesting. It is. And I think... I think they're on to something, finally, because I think if anything comes out about the truth about alien technology, it's going to come from the corporate world, not right. the government one. Correct. And if right. I, So if they have the protection... You would think so. They'd be less afraid to talk then, right? Right. You, exactly it. Right. A little bit more confident. They feel like they I had that so. protection. Marco Rubio was speaking about it a little bit yesterday. He said, you know, some of these whistleblowers that have come out are highly credible and we're taking them seriously. So just saying, maybe uh, we'll find something out. You never know. I've been saying for a long time, the only time you will have this government ever admit they were aliens is when Joe Biden is actually impeached <laughs> and he is set to testify. He's in handcuffs. That's he's right. something, something. But Hunter actually goes to jail. As soon as that happens, you're going to have a House <laughs> Oversight Committee with um, somebody introducing, okay, we'd like to introduce Bebop 57892. <laughs> he is from the planet Zektor. He would like to speak... Then you're going to find out about aliens. That would be the ultimate distraction story. <laughs> but what about Joe Biden going to jail? No, we got aliens. What do you think Here's about one. that, Z-Bop? I don't know. <laughs> that's when you. That's when they're finally going to admit what they know. Oh, it's brutal. So just something to keep an eye on, I guess. All right. Uh, we go from aliens to you are not alone, Ooh. at least on the roads. Record number of people expected to travel over the 4th of July holiday weekend. That makes sense because oh, Memorial yeah. Day was huge, too. Yes, it was. AAA predicts over 50 million Americans are going to travel 50 miles or more from home. This means wow. the rest of this week we're going wow. to we're gonna have to break out Holiday Road from Lindsey Buckingham. You're darn right we it's are. Our, our summer travel season song. <laughs> I thought that was the Go-Go's. No, it no, is not. it's not. Okay. <laughs> you thought it was Hall & Oates, too. <laughs> more people are traveling by car now than uh, that gas is about... Dollar twenty lower than a year ago. Remember, right before the summer travel season, gas prices went bananas. Oh, it was insane. That it was almost five stunk. bucks. Yeah, it did. Thankfully, I would say thankfully. Isn't that sad? It's like at three thirty now, and I'm like doing a dance, a happy dance. Well, that was the goal to make you grateful. I know. Oh, thanks, that. Joe. Oh, it was a, it was a dollar nineteen when when Trump was was in office. Wow. I'll never forget, I spent $20 to fill my tank. Oh, those were the days. Good story now. Yeah, exactly. Or actually, it was like 15 But anyway. Mm. Well, since this was my story to infuriate you, Bill. Go ahead. You ready? All right. Dennis Rodman. And I'm for, you know, kind of pull back the curtain. I told Bill. I like the worm. Yeah, I've, I've never had a problem with him. I told Bill on the break, I have something that's going to infuriate you. And he said, good, bring it. <laughs> so here it is. Dennis Rodman was asked in a podcast about... Do you remember the name Gilbert Arenas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. He used to play for the Washington Wizards. Yeah, he was Wizards. a player, yeah. Yeah, he was really good. He said... Now, Gilbert Arenas said... I don't know how the discussion came up, but he said that Larry Bird, in today's game, in, in his prime, would beat LeBron James in a one-on-one game. Who said this? Gilbert Arenas. Uh-huh. So someone asked Dennis Rodman about this on a podcast, and Dennis, Dennis is like, no, 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 there's, there's no way. He said, and I quote... If Larry Bird played in this era, I think he'd be in Europe. He'd be somewhere <laughs> over there. His game was fit for Boston at that time in the 80s and stuff like that. Today's world, oh, hell no. There's no way. I'm not downplaying him because he's a great player at that time, just like I was. But I'm saying there's no way. That's First of all, I don't think Bird would beat LeBron one-on-one. But he, if he played in today's game, he would be even better than he was in the 80s. I agree. There's nobody plays defense. That, that's exactly why. Yes, and he would eat up some of these non-bigs that they have now. Right. 
Every he time would, he would go to the paint. Larry Larry would be even better now. Larry Bird would be Steph Curry in today's game. He would have scored 10,000 more points That's, than he actually yeah. did in his career. <laughs> There's no way. That's a stupid comment from Rodman, stupid. too. The guy who played great defense, Rodman, and rebounded. Why? I don't know. He no. played against Bird. I mean, you would yeah. think he would have some perspective on this. I don't know where he, why he has that perspective. Dennis Rodman also dressed up in a wedding dress. Let's not forget. <laughs> let's, let's not forget that. And that infamous trip to Vegas. I think Bird would actually be better than Steph Curry in today's game. Maybe that's blasphemy. I don't know, but he was just, just so clutch. He, he was. was. just unbelievable. I can't tell you how many games I saw Larry Bird live like end, like last second shots like ending a game. And it was like easy live like five or six times as a kid. Yeah. I pro- Steph Curry is probably your best comparison in today's game to Bird in, in the 80s. I saw some crazy stat during it. It was actually during the uh, Heat Celtics uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Somebody was talking about Havlicek right. and what he would have done with a three-point line. Oh, really? Yeah, it, that it wasn't was, around. It was going to be yeah. insane because they tried to count up all the shots he took from that outside perimeter before right. there was a line. Right. <laughs> he just would have been the all-time scorer. It was, he used to shoot from that corner all the time. Wow. I don't know. Jeez. Different eras. <laughs> That's true. Whatever, whatever you say, Rodman, whatever you say. <laughs> I'm not going to take that guy's word for it. Yeah. All they do was right about North Korea, though. That's true. He was the only guy that got through it a little chubby. I know. He was there. You believe that. All right. More on the uh, the documents audio drop. What does it mean? What's it all mean? little wrap-up from the College World Series. And is this too much, no matter how big of a fan you are, can you throw your mom's ashes on stage? What is this? this? Happened at a Pink concert. Not even Pink knew what to do with it. I feel. I, I honestly feel bad for her. She's I like. I'm, you, she's like. I'm honored. I think. What do you do? I don't know. It wasn't an urn. Don't worry. Oh, okay. And it was contained. Okay, that's that, good. that was your biggest concern. It's like, <laughs> it wasn't like a cloud. No, <laughs> no, that would have been worse. Gosh. All right, that's coming up next and more of the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There it is! And for the first time since 2009, and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Noble effort, great season, electric season for the Florida Gators baseball team. Outdone, just didn't have enough to beat LSU, but it was the wrap-up of a great tournament of the College World Series. I thought it was excellent. I've said that for, like, you know, the entire tournament so far, but it was really well done. Good for them. Yeah, it was. It was all around, right? I mean, just obviously for Florida and LSU, and especially for LSU. But it was a great tournament. They do a great job every year over there in Omaha. But it would have been nice to see the Gators win. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. It's always next year. I guess. I'm sure a lot of those guys, are, a lot of those players have rights uh, owned by Major League teams already. It's, it's kind of wild to see. Yeah, I didn't know the, that they can do that. I know. You know, I mean, how does that work? It kind of reminds me of the Olympics. 
You know, it's like, how hard do you play these NBA players to have to go back to their teams in, you know, a couple months after the Olympics are over? Because there is an, a governing body overlooking your shoulder. Like, uh, you know, let's say it's the Blue Jays have the rights to some pitcher. Or this actually happened with LSU, I guess. They have the rights to some pitcher in LSU earlier on in the tournament. Had the kid in for 125 pitches. Oh, geez. And he's like 21 years old. It's a lot. And what I had heard was that the Washington Nationals, who own, own his rights, were livid. See, that's what I mean. It's like, call this coach right now. Right, yeah. Where's, where's the line? Where do you draw the line? Is it just know. good sportsman, like, you know, sportsmanship? You try to be fair to the other team, but he's on your team right now. You need him to win. It's weird. Got to go for the win. Yeah, exactly. That's his job. Right. All right, uh, so congratulations to him. In the meantime, the Trump audio drop. What's going to happen with it? What's happening? Well, let's get his reaction because you heard the audio already. In fact, in the Morning Show blog, you can hear the entire thing. What did he say about it? What did he write about it? We're going to hear what he says about it at a New Hampshire event today. But what he said was last night. What did Trump truth? Two interesting things here. Takes a shot at Jack Smith, the prosecutor, and he winches the word exoneration. Deranged special prosecutor Jack Smith working in conjunction with the DOJ and the FBI. Illegally leaked and spun a tape and transcript of me. And then Deanery says, which is actually an exoneration. Oh. Rather than what wow. they would have you believe. The continuing witch hunt, election interference scam, blah, blah, blah. They're cheaters and thugs. I did not expect him to use the exoneration word, but he did. So this is why I'm all excited. I want to hear and see his tone. You know what the words will be. I want to see how he says it today in New Hampshire, starting at about 10-ish. Well, and that's that's the big thing is, you know, he took it the exact opposite way, of course, oh, yeah. from what, you know, national news media is doing, which is saying this proves he's guilty. This proves he was lying about classified documents. And Trump is, well, this proves that uh, I should be exonerated. First actually. of all, to say it proves that he knew it was classified means nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't even know if that's admissible. I don't know. Because, you know, this is an audio tape illegally recorded. And he can say, oh, I was kidding. That's it. I mean, really? Uh, that's it. And, 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 I mean, you brought up a good point earlier, too, when it comes to, was this legally obtained? Did someone tell him he was being recorded? Somebody better ask DeSantis that at his New Hampshire event today or some, or sometime in the near future. You know, he is still governor. Yeah. And one of his residents in 2021 was illegally recorded. Somebody ask him that. I wonder. I don't think anybody's going to, but it would be a good question. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Can't wait for that, though. I would <laughs> I am going to pay special attention to how Trump sounds today. It's going to be great. In the meantime, here's a completely different kind of story. How much is too much? I'm not a big fan of throwing anything on a stage. Uh, really don't like people going on a stage, but this is a little bit different, I guess, because a fan threw her mom's ashes on stage during a Pink concert. I, yeah, no. I don't know what to make of that, but neither did Pink. Uh, I wouldn't know either. I mean, what do you do in that situation? Do you... Do you keep it? Do you give it to a stagehand? Do you give it back to the person who threw them and said, I'm sorry, I can't accept this? It was at Hyde Park in London the other day. During Just Like a Pill, lady threw her mom's ashes. They were contained in a baggie, by the way. Oh, well, that's good. It wasn't a giant urn, and God forbid it wasn't just the loose ashes where Pink's going, (coughs) It's just, here you go. I just choked on your mom. Gosh. But she sounds as confused as everybody else. Is this your mom? I don't know how I feel about this. And she probably still doesn't. And then she just, you know, had to continue singing the song. You got to keep going. Sure. 
Uh, she wow. So here's uh, what she did. I give Pink credit for being cool-headed in the moment. She bends down and gently picks him and kind of gets him out of the way. In front of the speaker, continued on with the song. What else are you gonna do? I please don't throw your mom's ashes on yeah, stage. Yeah, let's not put ashes on the stage at a concert anymore because it's it's kind of creepy. It makes everybody uncomfortable. Look, I get it. You know, maybe that was her mom's wishes. Maybe that was cathartic for her. Her mom always wanted to go see a pink concert, and she never got to go. So that was her way of maybe fulfilling a dream. I don't know. But give your beg- ashes to somebody. This begs for a topic, Diener. What's the craziest place you spread your parents' ashes, everybody? 1-800-GOOFY-RADIO. Yes. So you know somebody's doing that this morning. Oh, I think everybody's doing that this oh morning. Oh, my gosh. All right, we got the mysterious 9 o'clock hour coming up next. More on the uh, the Trump audio. What's everybody chiming in on with that? He'll chime in more. I bet you there's another truth social coming before he heads for New Hampshire. Maybe he'll do a video on this. Ooh, and there's a pizza protest in New York, and it is high time. I think people have had enough with the climate lunatics. They're going after brick oven pizzas now, and people have had enough. I think the tide is officially turned on the uh, the climate crazies. I think this is it. This was the moment. Yep. All right, that and more. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Plenty of hot takes out there this morning. You can find anyone you want to listen to about the audio drop the bombshell audio on trump we'll get to that in a second i think there's something more important going on in the country diener and starting in new york the pushback and it's all around pizza things are changing when the climate lunatics take on pizza and pizza ovens and brick oven pizza they've had enough i think this is the tipping point you said it before Wrapping up the 8 o'clock hour, this is the point in time we're going to look back at people who have just pushed back against the lunatics. That's right. It was close. We almost had it with the gas ovens, the gas stoves. Remember right. that? Sure. They pushed for that. Now, I mean, this is this is a true story. We had this for you about this time last, uh, yesterday, where they want to ban brick ovens, coal-fired ovens, and the like. This guy is going to be like, this guy's going to be like the Sam Adams. Yes. Sons of Liberty of the Pizza Movement. That's right. His name is Scott Lebedo. He's a hero. And he showed up at New York City Hall yesterday because this is actually going up for, they think they're going to push this through. I think I think he's a restaurant owner. I know he's a small business owner. Because I think, I think I remember him popping up when they were talking about the gas stoves thing. But he shows up. He's got a long, it was like one of the old town crier things. He unscrolls this piece of paper and he had this big, long speech. A lot of it we can't air. Well, but he's right side of the fence, right outside of the fence of City Hall. Cops are right there. They didn't harass him. He's not making any trouble. They gave him a citation, though, when he did this. He put down three gigantic pizza boxes and he took several slices out. Big slices, too, like big street pizza slices. Yeah, like one of the things that you can buy by the slice. And he chucked them over the fence onto the grounds of uh, City Hall. And this is what he said Give us pizza! Oh, give us <laughs> the American Revolution had several heroes in it. And 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 the new revolution, the new 1776 yes. is going to be against these lunatic tyrants. And he's a leader of the revolution, that guy right there. This is how it starts. The pushback yes. against the climate crazies. When you start to attack our coal-fired pizza, that's when we say enough is enough. And now it is time to to change things. And push back and say, no more. We will have our pizza. 
And the, and the Paul Revere of the revolution may be uh, El Prez from Barstool. Did you see him? Because he does those pizza review things. So oh, he yeah. knows a lot of these pizza chain owners or whatever. So they started printing up T-shirts, come and get it. And it's a graphic <laughs> of, a, of a brick oven pizza. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oven. No, they jumped right on it. This is it. This, this, is, this is the final pushback where people are having enough. Before it was like, oh, okay, they're doing this. It'll never really pass. This is, this is the moment. And it's a beautiful moment. It we're, is. We are all about revolution and pushback in this country, and it's high time we do it. No, you're right. I mean, you know, we, we kind of became a country based off of us rebelling. That's right. So it's in our blood. It's in our blood as Americans to rebel against tyranny and stupidity. And that's what we're doing again. And I don't know whether it's more stupid or more tyrannical, but it's both. It is both. Can you imagine? I mean, think about this for a second. All kidding aside, I know we're having fun with this guy, but it is true. I mean, it's also true at the same point. You have to have people stand up and say enough is enough, and he's doing that. Yep. And I'm grateful for that. But think about what they're trying to do. They're actually trying to ban coal fire stoves. Right. So you can't make pizzas with coal fire anymore. Right. Because, I mean, because, of, because of carbon emissions. From a coal fire stove. Right. Like, that's going to have a real big impact. I mean, honestly, when you really actually sit down and look at it seriously, you realize how absolutely insane these people are. And they know that they're crazy. They know that's ridiculous. But they just feel the power. Oh, everybody's doing everything we say. All right, well, let's just let's do this now. You, Jen, and I talk about this a lot. I think what we've realized, what we've learned over the past couple of years is that the climate uh, contingency, that the climate lobby has way more power than we ever, ever realized. I think it's a massive thing behind the Biden administration. I think they get away with a lot. And this is the Department of Environmental Protections in New York City that's drafting this new law that has all kinds of support with the city commission, by the way. You have all kinds of people in place. I we hope have, they don't. We've not heard from Mayor Adams yet from New York City about this, because this is like this is like ground zero yeah. of the climate lunatic pushback happening. Let, let's hear what he has to say about it. I haven't heard from him yet. Wait a second. Let's see what he have to, has to oh. say. Because if he if he's in favor of this, I think this guy is actually done. They're gonna push him out. Uh, he may be. I don't know. We'll I mean, get... there's, there's just you cannot survive being a mayor if you come out against pizza in New York City. No, you can't. I it's can't what's... get the audio of him to play. I don't know what it is. Maybe they took him out. I don't know. Maybe maybe he took himself out. <sighs> I hope he did. <laughs> Somebody's got, and it needs something else. It needs some kind of a movement. You know what I mean? It needs something else to 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 galvanize people. They need like a union of small restaurateurs, or how about like even like the street pizza kind of people to take it to that kind of level to fight back. Here's the mayor. Here. We don't want to hurt businesses in the city, and we don't want to hurt the environment. What? What a cop out. That is the wishy-washiest answer I've ever yep. heard in my life. You don't want to hurt businesses. Well, you've done it a lot. Yeah, that's for sure. Let's not forget, too, a lot of these businesses, they just survive now. It's not like Florida. They're just surviving lockdowns now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They're, over the past you know, few months, they're starting to recoup what, what they lost during all of that ridiculousness. I, this guy, we don't want to hurt local businesses. We don't want to hurt the environment. It's a coal-fired stove. Oh, here's a restaurateur, Rosario Persino. Let's see what she has to say about it. I think we're talking about, about very few establishments that need this potential correction. So maybe the city can help us out in doing it with the, maybe some financing, with some tax deduction or whatever. Anything that can help. That guy wants a buyout. That's what he wants. That's what he's saying. Well, I was looking to close down anyway, so maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe you can pay me off. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just 
It's unreal, man. It really is. When you when you sit back and think about what they're trying to do. Well, it's going to get a lot of social media help. That's why I think this Scott Lobato guy got so much uh, attention yeah. for his thing. Because his tweet of his video of the pizza protest throwing pizza at the, at the city hall got amplified by Elon Musk yesterday. Very much against New York's new policy targeting pizzerias. Uh, Elon Musk said that the new policy will not make a bit of a difference That's right. in climate change. And he put... Popular pizza joints out of business. Good. That's exactly right. Thank you. won't make a thing. And then compare this to like what you want to shut down. And understand some pizzerias, this is all they have. So this is their form, is their one form of making their food. That's right. And you want want to crack down on them. No, that's a good point. And then you compare that to what nothing's done with China's global emissions, with their their, uh, carbon emissions. Nothing. That's true. But you want to shut down local restaurateurs in our biggest city in the country. Yep. They just want people to be poor and dependent on them. Shut down businesses over a stove. Get out of here. I think there's enough pushback now, I think, or starting to be anyway, to where they, they, they're they going to back off of this. How I, can you I, go forward with this? I And it may be too late. You know how it got to a point with Bud Light where it's too late with the woke stuff and the ball kept on rolling and rolling and it's still rolling down that hill, by yeah. the way. This might have been a triggering point whether or not they enact this. Even if this this law, this bill gets shot down, it may be enough to galvanize all these people against it. It may be time. It may have happened already. I hope so. Because it was like a spark. Yeah, no, you're right. That was It was like the last straw where you say to yourself, okay, it's been silly, but now this is just way over the top. My pizza? Really? Get, it, get, out of, get out of here. They could not have picked a worse thing to go after, too. In New York! Where, where coal-fired pizza... Is made in those ovens. It, Come it's on. Just, they're going to lose the... Oh, God, I can't wait. We need a follow-up from this Scott LeBeau. You should have heard some of the other stuff he was talking about. He worked in all the issues he doesn't like happening in New York City. Oh, really? Oh, he went off. Oh, so it wasn't just the oh, pizza. Oh, no, but that, oh. was the, that was the tipping point for okay. him. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. In the meantime, you didn't win Powerball, but nobody no. else did either, so don't feel bad. This is Powerball. $462 million for tomorrow night now because it rolled over. But tonight, you've got $343 million for Mega Millions. That's big, too. Huge jackpots. I mean, I hate this, man. I hate spending money on these things because I never win. I even tried <laughs> to create my own story where, you know, because we always say that everybody who wins has a story. Mm-hmm. I stopped it with Dixie on my birthday. I had, I had to stop there. Unexpectedly, on the way home, we needed a couple of things. So I was like, oh, it's my birthday. I wasn't expecting to stop. I'm here. I should buy a ticket because that would be a, that would make for a good story. So that means I'm going to win. Instead, it just turned into a lonely man's story of going to Winn-Dixie on his birthday. That's correct. Alone. <laughs> Alone <laughs> and without any winnings. That's that's it. That's my life. That's what happens. We'll get to, uh, if you haven't heard yet, the, the piece of the audio that the lefties are chiming in on to say, oh, the walls are closing in on Trump now. We'll have yeah, that sure. for you. But in the meantime, the entire thing is on the Morning Show blog. We'll also get into uh, the wrap-up of the College World Series coming up next. And apparently, iced tea is good for you. That's pretty good news for the summer. Really? I'll take that. All it's right. coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Also, 850WFTL.com, where you find the Morning Show blog. Uh, 850 mobile app as well, the South Florida Morning Show. Jen's coming back tomorrow. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Diener, first thing this morning, put the complete audio. And I think it matters, though. There's a couple of different cuts. Obviously, we've had those this morning. But you can hear the complete audio drop that apparently CNN got a hold of, a leak from the Department of Justice. I mean, right there, if you smell something fishy, 
you should. Yeah, but if really. you hear the whole thing in context, I think you get the full tone of the thing. That's why I think it's kind of important. The lefties are keying in on this particular section of the audio. This is why they're saying, oh, they say, oh the walls are closing in now. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified yeah. it. Now I can't. Because they're saying, as president, I could have declassified Now I can't. So they're implying that... They're waking work on declassifying it. Right. I think more important than that, what they're what they're also revealing is this is 2021, remember, at the time of this. What well, it's an illegal recording. Sorry, it just is. It did it without his knowledge. Somebody in the room, and they, they had the names of the people before, but they'll probably wind up testifying in Fort Pierce in December when this trial the documents trial happens. 2021 was he was just fresh out of the White House and they were still in negotiations about the documents. That's he's right. seeing this, you can tell clear as day from the audio, he's seeing this for the first time and talking about it. And that, it's also nothing to stop him from saying, no, it was him, but I was kidding. See, and that, eh. that's that's two things there. Number one, you can just say, well, I was just joking around. I didn't have any classified documents there. But also, number two, the timeline is huge on this because when you talk about it, if it's really 2021, he just left office, and that, that's where you have two different roads. You have one road saying, well, he's talking about classified documents, so that mm-hmm. proves that he did take you know classified information and was spreading it around. Then you have the other side, which I think is the common sense side, where you say, oh, he's going through his stuff early on after he left the White House and came across some classified documents and said that... I could declassify them if I was still president. That doesn't mean, you know, people are taking this leap. They're taking this leap like just because he said leap. that. Yeah, you're right. You know, that 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 means that he purposely took these classified documents and they're waving them around. It's that's a, you can't come to that assumption. I mean, they I are, though, but they will. They will. They're going to try. I don't know. This is why I keep on saying Trump's got a Trump's got an event in New Hampshire today starting, you know, around 10 ish. You know, these things are always a little bit late. Watch, you know what he's going to say? Watch how he says it today. He used exoneration as a word last night in his Truth Social about eight hours ago. Watch what, watch how he presents this now. So I think this just fired up. Well, we know it fired him up even more, but I think it gave him more confidence. They have all kinds of things they can build off this. And don't forget why they dropped it now. Yes, it's a distraction for the Biden horrible past couple of weeks. I mean, horrible. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but it's also something that, that leaks from the Department of Justice, which there are some credible people saying now that this, this may toss this case. I don't know if I believe them. But I don't th- think that's so. one of the other discussions of this. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I do think they put this out, again, to distract from Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and their corruption. But also they put it out because they realize, well, you know, maybe we'll just put this in the court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, at the very maybe we can get a double whammy. We can cost him some votes, and maybe we can, you know, this will be the this will be the linchpin for him. Right, coming up in the trial. <laughs> I don't know. We got a holiday weekend coming up here. You know, ahead of the Fourth of July, and AAA is saying that this is going to be one of the most traveled holidays ever, at least by car. Let's get this out of the way, though. You had this in the last rapid fire, Diener. More flight disruptions could come today. Yeah, at the Northeast big airports that are affecting travel all around the country. Three major area airports in New York had another round of storms forecast. Scores of flights canceled or delayed over the last couple of days at JFK, LaGuardia, and Newark, straining all kinds of passengers. Wasn't that for like hours at a time? It was like a real bad one, too. All kinds of people stranded inside. 
Yeah, that's that's terrible, man. You got people talking about they've been there for two days, three days, four days. <laughs> what? It's just awful. No, I, I know. You're Tom Hanks at Terminal at that point. Yeah, pretty you're much. You're living at the airport if you're talking days. <laughs> you're a man without a country. No. Uh-uh. No, Not that's, doing that. that's a nightmare, man. I, this is why I don't mind. Once I'm in the air, I don't mind flying. But it's everything that goes into it. Well, it's not fun. You know? It just stinks. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it does. It's an awful, awful situation. Yeah. You see this a lot. There's a lot more pressure, too, on the airlines these days because of social media. There were so, I saw so many people, just random people, because they sure had time posting videos just blasting their air carrier yesterday, whether it's their fault or not. There's more pressure on the airlines to, to let people know what's going on when there is a, a, a travel delay of any kind. They have to. They've got to communicate better with... Uh, their consumer base because they haven't done a good job of it over the years at all. Yeah, the best thing to uh, the best thing to do is to go to uh, flightaware.com. I don't know if they have an app. I would assume they do, but oh, yeah, you can check everything there. Just try to keep up on it as best you can because they're talking about, like you said, maybe another day or two of delays because of really bad weather. <laughs> I mean, and this 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 is a domino effect. You mentioned the three big ones there, right? I mean, Newark, uh, LaGuardia, JFK. Ronald Reagan is backed up. Atlanta's backed up. Uh, Orlando's backed up. I just spent your it's vacation at stuck at Newark Airport. <laughs> oh, gosh. I've been stuck at Newark Airport. It was horrible. I would imagine there's a Ruby Tuesdays in there. I don't know if that's true or not. I just I, imagine. I, I don't know. <laughs> I was at Newark Airport stuck right trying to get up north right before Christmas. And this was, um, it was U.S. Air at the time, believe it or not. That's how long ago this was. And people were so livid, and there was like a riot about to break out. No, the the the, term, the, the guy working the terminal, one from the airline, jumped up on the desk, and he started big, huge, tall guy, and he starts going, "No, no, no, we're not doing this!" Wow, just to shut everybody up. Wow, because they were screaming at him. Really, I've never seen that before. Never seen it since. Oh. Thank God. Wow, he, he was talking about uh, crowd control. This guy is good. Jumped up on the counter. Wow. And, that, and that's my memory from Newark. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the memory. I remember seeing that because I was going to go up to the counter and ask him a question, too. And I'm right. like, well, first of all, I can't get through the hordes of people. And I just turned right around. I like, sat down in a hallway. That is terrible. I mean, what do you do there? Because I would be paranoid that I'm like, great, I, as soon as I leave this area and go get something to eat, they're going to say that my flight is here and I'm going to miss the flight. Or I'm going to, right, because that can happen. I mean, right. It wouldn't in this circumstance, but it can happen. It happened to you where they you thought you, they told you the flight was delayed. They all of a sudden, whoops, on time. Yeah, that's right. I was just hanging out on vacation. I'm like, oh no, we got we got to go. It's like, all right, well, they're telling me it's not taking off till tomorrow. Do I get a hotel or not? Yeah, right. You right. finally get a taxi. That's another thing, too. You get into the city, you find a hotel, you get an alert. Well, your flight's been updated. It's, it's leaving in 10 minutes. It's terrible. <laughs> By the way, getting Ubers now, I'm sure you've experienced it when you go to uh, the, you know New York and everything. Oh, yeah. It is astronomical. Oh, I don't yeah. know what happened to Uber. No, it's crazy. I know. What in the world? It's like 40 bucks for an Uber for like a 10-minute drive. We figured out when we have to go up there for Danielle's college, in the city, Lyft and Uber is better. But like that's where a taxi is much better. Makes like sense. Like leaving an airport. Then we got to be like cheaper, anything, right? Anything that's like a longer journey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think so. All right, we've got to get to the uh, most horrifying story of the day. Nobody died. It's okay. It's what? just, can you imagine what... <laughs> Whenever you start a story like that... I know. All right, this is horrifying. Nobody died. Nobody died. <laughs> this can be quite a story. It's okay. It's not as horrifying as your story in Rapid Fire coming up with the guy getting you know attacked by a shark in the Everglades either. Oh, that was crazy. 
But this, I don't know how you recover from. It's been going on for three years, and it's a lab in upstate New York attacked, uh, attached to uh, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, RPI. Big, highly regarded uh, scientific, scientific school. Mm. And they're suing a cleaning company because three years ago, a janitor who was working there ruined decades' worth of research. What? Important stuff. Life-saving stuff. Why? Well, <laughs> it had a super cold freezer holding cell cultures, samples, and other research elements. Because it was so cold, it made a beeping sound to make sure it was at current temperature. The janitor didn't like that. It was annoying. It was and he annoying. couldn't figure out how it could be muted. So he turned it off. Oh, no. He unplugged the freezer. He went behind the thing and he just unplugged it like it's a vending machine. This guy had no idea what this freezer was there for. He's not going to ask any questions. Well, no. this doesn't seem important in a uh, you know research institute. No. He's trying to sweep. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can't stand this thing anymore. So it caused the temperature to rise from minus 112 to minus 25.6. That was enough to wipe out 25 years of research. Oh, that is just <laughs> devastating. Now, the lawsuit says that uh, from the lab it caused more than $1 million of damages. Cleaning company hasn't commented. And we sure as you know what haven't heard from the janitor that unplugged the thing. No, he is. He's gone. <laughs> I think he's in hiding. I get that he screwed this up. And I get that the cleaning company actually is, you know, liable here. Shouldn't they have had a better system that this couldn't be unplugged or make it so you can't screw this up? Yeah, honestly. I mean, can you, like, bolt in this plug to the wall or something? <laughs> Good gosh. Anything. A post-it note that says, on, do not unplug. A simple post-it would be just fine. <laughs> this, these poor people, man. I feel bad for everybody. I feel bad for the janitor who didn't know any better, but that was a really stupid move. And I feel bad for the for the researchers. Good Lord, all oh, of that is just gone. There's got to be one guy where this oh. literally was his one lab he worked in for his entire 25 years at RPI. Yeah, it's probably. Like, and he shows up one day, it's open. Oh. He goes, what? <laughs> he, goes, he goes home that night, honey, I'm almost done. I'm getting ready to retire. <laughs> Experiments are just about done. 25 long years of work. It's just- and he comes in, oh no. He's driving in, yep, today's the day. This is it. Today's the day we're going to get that breakthrough. Oh, gosh. All right, we've got uh, Rapid Fire one more time coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll let you know what's going on. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. One more time for Tuesday. Jen, by the way, is back tomorrow. There's Diener. I'm Bill. We will uh, carry on with Rapid Fire, of course. And we all know about the audio recording. The 2021 meeting at Mar-a-Lago. Trump was, I think, illegally recorded. But the entire Mm. context of the thing. This is becoming more and more important, by the way. The little snippets don't tell the whole story of the tone of this thing. So Diener put it on the Morning Show blog at 850WFTL.com. It's on the app. You can hear that, too, uh, there. Watch out for a Trump event today in New Hampshire. DeSantis has one, too. But listen to what Trump says about this, because you know he's going to go off on this. You would think so, right? Watch for the tone. Watch for the energy level on this, because it may just energize him. The um, bottom news report, you might have heard this. The Trump campaign has released a statement. It was quick and short. The former president did nothing wrong. That's exactly what it said. That's really all you have to say. That's all they're sticking by. Because when the, this, this recording that you hear, my opinion is completely subjective. I mean, no, all it, is. it does is it's garnered a bunch of different opinions from both sides. One side says, well, he's dead to rights because he's talking about a classified document. Mm-hmm. Another side is saying, well, he's talking about a classified document that 
he just found because this is 2021 and he's probably going through all the things that they just brought back from the White House. It's everything along the way to get to that point we're missing too because it's getting completely sideshowed and completely clowned out of this conversation. Right. First of all, let's start with the letter he's allegedly talking about. The the military tried to like pull an end around on him and bomb Iran and blame him for it. Can you imagine? That was in the document. He put the kibosh on that and it's the first time he's seen a document about it. <laughs> the second thing is, first of all, this is a leak from the Department of Justice. Hello? Like, well, there's uh, that. Is, is is that okay? Really? No, it's not. And again, I've said it before. It's 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 a huge distraction. Oh, it's a massive. It's massive. Think because about this is a terrible time for the Bidens. They are they are. I mean, truly, we've said it for years now, but they're truly facing some trouble now. And you, yes, they are. You've got Kevin McCarthy, by the way, it, strongly urging yesterday Congress to impeach Merrick Garland. Right. Yeah, that was that was happening yesterday. And his lack of handling of the Hunter Biden situation as it relates to Joe. Because all of the Biden stories, they're all interconnected. All of them. And, and how it are they, all comes back to corruption. Uh, all uh, of it. Corruption and how are they interconnected with the, the with the Department of Justice. Yep, all of it. And guess who released that recording? The Department of Justice. We'll so. see. Well, I'm going a different way here, Bill. Mm-hmm. Good. Elon Musk and his mom. Did you see this? No. So we've all been excited about the proposed fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, it's right? going to happen. Side note, by the way, Dana White has printed up shirts. Did you see that? No. Musk versus Zuck. Oh, I uh, that. And in the side shirt, it's UFC, as if it's a UFC-sponsored thing. It's really? going to happen. I want that shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Well, it's not going to happen according to Elon's mom, May Musk. She wants nothing to do with this fight. It's her boy. Yeah, she's very concerned. <laughs> she's saying, so there's this guy, I think he's a, he's a writer, he's a finance guy, I forget, uh, Lex uh, Friedman. He says, a jiu-jitsu match between Zuck and Elon would definitely be a fun plot twist in this simulation. I'm all for it. And then Maymouse wrote, don't encourage this match with mad face emojis. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, actually, I canceled the fight. I haven't told me yet, but I will continue to say this fight is canceled just in case. Aww. And then she goes, they're Come only on, going to She says, they're only going to fight verbally. And then she said, and now the fight is canceled. Great relief. So Really? So she thinks it's done? I think she thinks <laughs> that she spoke to Elon and convinced him not to do it. We need to contact Elon's mom. I'd say, first, first of all, thanks for birthing a genius that luckily uh, believes in free speech. That's right. But secondly, back off, Mom! Yeah, come on, get out of here. We want to see it. We want this fight. See, now I'm back to like only 60% thinking it's going to happen. I know, see, that we, Mama Musk is not happy about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want my boy hit in the face. She wants this fight to be gone, doesn't want people encouraging it, but uh, I'm sorry, Mama Musk, we got to see this. You know what this also tells me, though, is Elon will do it. Because if she says, don't encourage him, that's a mom saying, if you keep egging him on, he's going to do it. Yeah. He's serious about it. Hmm. So the saga continues. Hmm. Will we get the fight? I don't know. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. How about some fluff news? And I don't know if you can get any fluffier than this. But I, got, I just got a feeling. We, we love talking about weekend movies during the summertime season. I just... I, my spidey senses are going off for a different movie that this is going to be a major blockbuster. Really? Is the way this Barbie movie is shaping up? Uh, I don't know whether I'm going to see it or not, but I just think it's going to dominate this summer. They have commercials running now. Have you seen some of them? 
ahead of this thing that's released on July 21st. The last one I saw the other night was, it was actually during the College World Series I was watching. It said, this is a movie if you hate Barbie. (laughs) And now, it's a pretty damn good promotion. Ken, that's right, that Ken, is hosting stays at a real-life Barbie Malibu dream house on Airbnb. What? Looks just like the Barbie Malibu dream house in Malibu, California. Two guests, one bedroom, one bathroom, outdoor disco dance floor, infinity pool, and floats that spell out Ken. Well, look, it's not a it's not a dream house for Ken if it doesn't have a uh, disco floor. <laughs> so you got you gotta have that, of course. Uh, you get your own yellow and pink Impala skates and a surfboard. This is amazing. And they're it's kind of like one of those Airbnbs that's an auction. They'll take highest bidder. Is really what right. it is. So okay. they're doing it for charity, and the money's going to go to save the children. Oh, well, that's good. They're being smart about the promotion. The commercials are funny so far. Yeah. Margot Robbie, need we say more? Hi, well, hello. I think it's going to. I think it's going to win the summer box office. I just, I just got a feeling. It comes out. Think about this weekend, okay? And very different crowds. Barbie, mm-hmm. which does look great. I, I actually know. do want to see the movie. Mission Impossible, the new right. Mission Impossible movie, and Oppenheimer, which oh. is the new Christopher Nolan movie where. It's about, you know, Robert Oppenheimer with with the atomic bomb. Right. That movie looks incredible. It looks so good. Yes. But they talked to Killian Murphy, who stars in it, the guy right. from uh, Peaky Blinders. Goes, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a different kind of guy. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I guess he seems happy with it. I'm just happy he got a starring role. He, that dude's so talented. Deserves it. He does. So I'm going to finish off with two stories here, a double dose. All right. And they're both equally terrifying. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to terrify you to end rapid fire. The first one here, a little quickie. Astronomers have discovered the largest black hole ever. It's, it's, it's just impossible to fathom. It's over 30 billion times the size of our sun. So that means this black hole is what? so big, it can fit 30 billion of our suns. So it, it's consuming the universe as we know it then? It could no, be. Isn't that what they do? It's possible. They said it's it's it is reaching the upper limit of how large a black hole can theoretically become. So this thing is bigger, or just as big as any theory that has been out there about how big a black hole could actually be. No, they don't talk about like how far away it is. No, they? they didn't say that. How do they even detect this? I don't know. I don't know. This is powerful telescopes, light array things. I don't know, but they said they discovered. 30 billion times larger than our sun, a black hole. You're right, though. You can't... I, very few people on Earth could wrap their heads around that, the actual size of that, and put it, and put it in perspective. I couldn't. No, it's, it's impossible. But that's just... It's fascinating to me because it puts into perspective a little bit, if you can fathom it, how big and vast and endless the universe is. It we, is endless. You know what I mean? It have to be. How insane is that? So... I don't know. That's scary. It is scary. I'll bring it down a notch. Okay, <laughs> please. The other scary it story. It kind of made my head hurt. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But the other scary story, not as scary as black holes consuming the universe. <laughs> How about a shark consuming a guy in the Everglades? Oh, this is. This video is on the morning show blog. Now, I just I will... saw it. It's it's insane, isn't it? No, it's nuts. Now the guy's okay. You got to stop at shark in the Everglades, though. Seriously, that happens. No, you're right. It's 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 uncommon. You don't hear about mm-hmm. it a lot. Of course, you think Everglades and you think about pythons and, and alligators. Sure. But there are sharks in the Everglades, and this guy was fishing with the, his buddies. You know, small fishing boat, and he put his hand in the water, which they tell you not to do in the Everglades, <laughs> mainly for alligators. They put his hand in the water, I guess, to grab one of the fish. You know, bring it onto the boat, and out of nowhere. This shark comes up and grabs his hand and pulls him off the boat. <laughs> it's like something out of Jaws. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. So thankfully, 
the shark kind of, you know, sw- swam away real quick. And, you know, after he got over the initial shock, his friends, you hear them screaming on the video because they, they didn't expect this to happen. They were videoing his catch. And you hear them screaming, grab him, grab him, bring him in, bring him in. So he was able to come in. He's okay. But my gosh, this video. It makes me think of how often that stuff happens. That it's not caught on video. So you yeah. never hear about it. It's It's surreal. But you're right. It makes you wonder. So the shark this morning is telling the same story on his his uh, radio show, and he's saying, I, "So I, I took this fishing trip <laughs> to the Everglades. I went up to bite a turtle. This guy's there. This guy jumps on me. Almost <laughs> <laughs> it? So I swim away. The shark is like, I was attacked. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Come on. God. No, but again, that that video is on the morning show blog. So you can check it out on the app or on 850wftl.com. Check it all out. And coming up next, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but it is a wild, wild allegation against FedEx, of all things, with their used trucks. They're thinking that they tried an odometer trick with this, and there's a big lawsuit brewing over this. This is quite the scandal. Never quite heard anything about this, but it's really growing now. And uh, a little preview already. They're already talking about record travel for the 4th of July. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, that big voice guy, Diener, he just mentioned the 850 WFTL app. That's where you can find all kinds of stuff, all the podcasts, all the content. Listen live and the Morning Show blog. It's on there as well. You've got the uh, shark story, which is I just saw it. You were talking about a rapid fire. Mm-hmm. This guy got pulled into the Everglades. First of all, shark Everglades, it happens. It does. You're right. Certain sections, but it happened to this poor sap. Yeah, you forget about it. But yeah, that video is on there. He's okay, so you don't have to worry about seeing anything gruesome. It's just it's just a shocking video as it pulls him into the water. But we also we have the Trump recording on there, which is also on the main page of the website. I'm glad you put that news. on there, first of all, because... Yeah. Um, full context, you really do have to listen to that thing full context to get the full mm-hmm. feel of it. You really should. So that's that's up there. You can, you can listen to that. Make yeah. up your mind on what you think is happening there. And then the probably the best news of the day, our feel-good story, maybe of the year, 1,000 Dolly Partons got together. It was a night <laughs> of 1,000 Dollies. Sure was. In Ireland, no less. So Irish Dollies. That's right. Why were they doing this? <laughs> well, they weren't trying to break a record. They were trying to set a record. It's never been done before. They're, they had Guinness out there to try to confirm it. Haven't confirmed it yet, but they will. And they said, okay, we're going to do this. You need at least 250 dollies to show up. Oh, they did four times that. Over 1,000 dollies showed up, every one of them in a wig, most of them in the white 9-to-5 outfit, you know, from the video right, and the sure. movie. And Dolly apparently has heard about it because it came off great. <laughs> Yeah! Legends. Feel it, Dolly's. Legends. (laughs) So the natural question is, does Dolly know about this? Oh, she knows, because the guy that runs her company, the marketing company, was there, like live, witnessed it, probably had her on the phone FaceTime to see this Good. So she's uh, got a big fan base there and probably, well, we hope, we're going to put it into the universe that when they break the record officially with Guinness, she gets to present them with the plaque. I hope so. I think she would, too. She's usually a good sport with all that type of stuff. Oh, I think she's awesome. She'd definitely do that. So you can check that out. The video's there on the Morning Show blog. A lot of stuff. We had had the trifecta today. It's a rare Tuesday trifecta. Wow. That does not happen. This is a weird story, but I'd keep an eye on it. And it's got a couple of elements in here where you'd go, oh, that, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. But do you remember uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? One of the famous scenes was they stole... Cameron, his buddy, his mm-hmm. his, his uh, dad's car, they tried to reverse the, the odometer with the mileage. Of course it's not going to work. That's right. Running it in reverse, it turned into a disaster. <laughs> Has FedEx done the same thing? If they tried to pull a, pull a Ferris, 
There's a brand new lawsuit accusing the company of rolling back the odometers on thousands of old delivery trucks and then, according to the lawsuit, selling them for more than what they're worth. That's a big scandal, man. That, that, that is quite an accusation. It's a big scandal, and I didn't know this is where the used trucks go. But again, it makes perfect sense. So they used to scrap trucks when they hit 350,000 miles. That's a lot. That all changed in 2011, Diener. They created a new revenue stream, and they started selling them. Okay. Because a lot of people want the old trucks, like food trucks. Makes perfect sense. Think about it. It's the same model with most of those things. Yep. So they'd send them to auctions. People would buy them, turn them into things like food trucks and other things, you know, right. delivery trucks, whatever. They're accused now of subtracting not only a little bit of mileage, a ton of it systematically. Commercial truck dealer in Nevada says he found out about it after he sold an old FedEx truck in 2017. Odometer said 180,000 miles. The guy who bought it hooked it up to a computer that said 400,000. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's a big difference. Bunch of food truck owners now... Is a union? Oh. Are suing FedEx and a company they worked with called Holman Automotive. If what they are accused of is true, it could be the largest odometer fraud scheme in U.S. history. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Perpetrated by FedEx. Should somebody not have known you can hook this up to a computer and, like, figure out what the heck is going on? You would think so, right? Or did they just think, you know, they were so brazen, well, no one's going to notice. Who's, who's really going to check, right? No one's going to know. Well, this guy did. The guy he that did. actually found it out because he was caught in the middle of the thing. Um, he had a guy call him up and say, you know, what's going on here? You'll hear him now. He's the guy that was caught up in it. Over the last several years, I've noticed that some of the commercial trucks that have been going through my dealership had uh, issues with the odometers. The FedEx contractor contacted me and said, hey, what are you trying to pull here? And I said, what's wrong? And he said, I took this into Freightliner and had the vehicle hooked up to their computer, and it has over 400,000 miles, <laughs> and your odometer says 180,000 miles. Uh-oh. Whoa. I mean, that's a huge, huge accusation to make. It sure is. And I'll tell you what, if that's what the computer is reading, it's probably not wrong. So if that guy's not lying, he's not trying, you know, trying to do a money grab or something, then that's, uh, that's a pretty easy accusation to prove, actually. Think about, then what do you do? So uh, yeah, I feel tr really sorry for the independent food truck. We yeah. were just talking about food trucks the other day. We were. It's like what if it breaks down? It's a great business. If it breaks down, your your restaurant is on the fritz. Yeah. So what happens if you thought you had oh, 180,000 miles? I'll maintain it. That's great. It's 400,000. It's a big difference, man. <laughs> it's a really big difference. Man. They, the, the FedEx is in a lot of trouble with that. If, this, if, this is a federal thing. This is a federal oh, case. Oh, is that right? I mean, I wow. mean, you're talking about, yeah. Wow. Is yeah. this cross states? <laughs> That's true. It's a major fraud case. Oh, boy. So they, they're going to have to pay out a lot of money, it sounds like. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, this is going to, I'd keep an eye on this. Yeah, wow. really. <laughs> Come on, FedEx. What are you doing? Craziness. <laughs> One more time before we wrap up. College World Series wrapped up last night in Omaha. A little bit short for the Florida Gators, but what a great season. And uh, was. congrats to LSU. Yeah, seven national championships for the LSU baseball team. How about that? You would you how offhand I was wondering this. How many in football? Oh, football. I want several. No, I don't think it's that much no? actually. I want to see maybe two. Oh, okay. Two or three. What a sports program though. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. But great tournament. Great, feel great for the local kids yeah. too that uh, got to play in that thing, and get to participate. Absolutely. But you know what this means? What? We're that much closer to football. I know. I was thinking that. Yeah. I was thinking that because at some level you're like, okay, that was uh, that was pretty cool. So when's kickoff? That's right. <laughs>
anyway. Oh, good job, guys. Uh, Jen's back tomorrow. That's good Ooh. news. There's Diener on Bill, and uh, check out the Morning Show blog in the meantime. Other than that, we will talk to you tomorrow at 6. Thanks for being here.